Welcome to Tad Strange, a Gravity Falls podcast where we Kaprank! Get Kapranked! Welcome back to Kaprank with Justin Kaprank. I'm your boy Justin Kaprank. I cannot! You've been Kapranked. Dang, I peeked out my mic so much. I'm so sorry, Future Joe, for having to try to sort that out. It's just a big old red bar across my audacity, and I've got the hiccups. Well, this is fantastic. <laughs> Why, you deceiver. I bro. Oh, I didn't want to. punished by the gods. Like, oh. you for your avarice. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, oh, a little, I, we don't usually do this this early, but a little behind the curtain, oh. Joe said, you take the intro. I feel like you, you've earned it. And then he, <laughs> God, you need to, this is terrible. I'm going to try drinking this full glass of half cranberry pomegranate upside down. Um, is it a full? No, you have to sip the other side. You put your face over oh, the glass and you do it that way. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a cranberry yeah, yeah. upside no, down. No, no, but juice. you tilt it forward. It's different. Oh, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you got it. No, this is, this is blowing my mind too much. I'm not capable of doing this. Welcome back to Tad Strange, the Gravity Falls podcast, where my hiccups are cured completely right now, and I'm not going to do it again in the episode. Cool. Cool. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a silent one. Gosh. Hey, what episode uh, is I'm this, Joe? Joe? Oh, shoot. Uh, this is season two, episode 11. I'm sorry. Sorry. Maybe he just has to get oh. hiccups to have the uh, episode number Maybe. right. Maybe this is going to be the best episode ever, except for the hiccups. Probably. <laughs> no, no. I'm Matt. I'm Trevor. Oh. Good job. Good and finish on that. welcome to Tad Strange, the only show where you can get pranked and then hugged. And, and then cursed with hiccups. Yeah, apparently. Um, today we're talking about not what he seems. Seems. Um, season two, episode eleven. Yeah. If we had like time to wait and record this another time, I would very much like that because these oh, they hit at the worst times. Um, but no, we are bound by blood contracts and um, oath. and. By our sponsorship with Coles, Coles, you can buy stuff there. <laughs> Are you interested in cash for buying? The more you spend, the more you spend, but also we give you a little bit of your money back. Uh, we're Coles. We have brands. Hmm. Do you uh, know what brands are? We don't either. We just put things on hangers and sometimes in boxes. We have brands that sound familiar to you. Do you know what a Salome is? <laughs> Maybe. I don't. Welcome to Kohl's. <laughs> um, I think that was our full 60-second ad space. Great. Uh, we've done nice job. single episode. Nice so job. now that we've made our two, two, $2, um, now it's... Um, right off the bat, off the dome, off the... His a... Off um, the chain. How do you, how do you feel about this roller coaster ride of an episode man it was a roller coaster ride when we started watching it me when me and trevor sat down oh boy i got i was really really excited at the beginning um and yeah, can, the bar came down right in front of you and you started going up that big hill and you were like oh this is a roller coaster ride of an episode 
yeah. All my jokes are destroyed by my hiccups. <laughs> oh boy. Or maybe that's just the punchline is the hiccup. Maybe. Maybe the only joke I can tell is me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so I I very much love this episode. It's uh incredibly diff different than most of them more like a uh gideon uh end of season yeah. one episode where it's very s relatively serious things that are happening very plot driven uh like very very plot and mystery driven but not necessarily about um well yes somewhat about the mysteries of gravity falls but this one is very much driven by the mystery of a person rather than of a phenomenon. This was technically a season finale. This is the yeah. mid-season finale yeah. for season yep. two, so there was another episode till after the summer, which means I would have probably punched Alex Hirsch That's in the right. face if I saw yep. him after giving think, me all of that. I think there was three weeks. They were on like a weekly schedule, and then there was three weeks between Northwest Mansion Mystery and this, Oh, and then, like... Oh, I wish I had this before. It was a good amount of time before the next episode. Yeah, too. it was probably the end of August. That's, I think so. so it was both a while. Of them, yeah. This also had the highest number of views for any really? Gravity Falls episode premiere. 1.6 million, I want to say. Wow. It's a lot of people watching wow. Gravity Falls on Disney XD, of all things. <laughs> yeah, well, on that, uh, the kind of cliffhanger we were given with um, uh, Old Man McGucket end of last episode really set it up good if i was like live what live watching this is that what we're gonna call it like when yeah, we're live watching when live i'm alive watching and i'm when, watching things. when you would watch things when they aired and you couldn't watch them differently really yeah when i if i was live watching this oh boy oh boy i definitely would have tuned in for this after seeing the northwest mansion mystery those were dark times yeah, and the Northwest Mansion things. mystery was no, pretty... no, no, no. Only oh, when you oh, could oh, watch oh. things as they aired on television. My live watching, yeah. That was a terrible way to live our lives. <laughs> Thank <laughs> why, God why? for Netflix and Hulu. Because like, decide to do that. I used to watch Lost like with my family weekly, mm. and if I wanted to do something else that night, I didn't know what was going on the next week. Oh gosh, no, so true. I couldn't go back and watch the episode. I had to ask my parents what happened, and they'd be like, "I don't know, man. Sawyer got shot or something." And I'd be like, "What? Like y'all didn't tell me this?" So, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was those were some dark times, you know. Definitely. That's hey, true, I'm glad. What's <laughs> your guys' grades for this episode? You want to know mine? Yes. Can't grade it. Hmm. I, I honestly don't think we can grade this like we grade other episodes. It's it's a very interesting, different episode because it's most definitely a tie-up loose ends segue into the next section of this show. Yes. Because I, I wouldn't... Obviously, our criteria is, do you skip this episode? Do you watch this episode every yeah. time? Mm-hmm. It's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you watch just this episode on repeat five times, and you say, "Yeah, that was Gravity Falls." Yep, that was Gravity yeah, Falls. So, I did it. So I mean, is there? Yeah, it's it's really tough because technically speaking, it has to rank in like an A plus because it should be watched every single time because it's yeah, part mm -hmm. of the series and mm -hmm. it's fantastic. But at the same time, 
like if it was a standoff episode, I'd be like, I don't know what you are. You cannot be a standalone. Mm. Agreed. Which makes it really weird. Yeah. Because we're going from this very, like, week by week, doing your own thing. Maybe there's a little bit of build or a little bit of intrigue or like, ooh, here's a cool new fact for the meta plot. And it's like, okay, you're, this is a meta plot episode now. Uh-huh. So that's just all this is. 100% Oops, start all meta plot. <laughs> um, Oops, I put in too much meta plot and yeah. a few water balloons. That's my favorite Pokemon, meta plot. Meta plot. <laughs> Just when you think you're about to lose the fight. Oh, no. Metaplot use twist. Metaplot use confuse. <laughs> Pikachu oh, can now hurt rock nice. Pokemon for some reason. Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt. Oh, my gosh. Good old Metaplot. Uh, see, I... <laughs> you can't tell them your secrets. Metaplot use Harden. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Metaplot use side character. <laughs> um, yeah. So... But I want to give it a grade. <laughs> I don't want to give it a grade. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. I. W- I mean, I, okay. yeah. I was thinking about it, and I, I kind, I'm I kind can't. of at the same conclusion. I can't because it's one of those episodes where the jokes don't always hit because they're trying to move forward, but at the same time they're good. But the story mm-hmm. is fantastic, and the animation is amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. The use of yep. just lighting in this episode. It's those beautiful. Big Disney XD bucks coming through. Mm-hmm. Just the whole like twilight sunset. Yeah. Just that whole section is yep. just beautifully lit. And the grappling um, hooks back, so that's an automatic B yeah. plus. Like, who even cares? Yeah, it's like that there are it's not a perfectly airtight episode in my opinion. I think there are things that they I guess could have done better. I feel like if they had more time, they could have done a more expansive plot, but I don't want an episode other than the one we got. Yeah. If that makes sense, I mean, like, I, there are the tiny issues that we pointed out before. Like, how much time does it take to travel from yeah. A to B? Because Stan runs from Gravity Falls to the Mystery Shack in like minutes, so mm. it leaves. Like, you know what I mean? It's the same. Yeah, there was another true. episode oh, when they shrunk down that one, and they they yep. ride the wind back. And oh, it's yeah. like, how long does it actually take to get from the town to the Mystery Shack? Oh, with that terrible animation. Do it. Oh, oh yeah, it was bad. It wasn't <laughs> terrible, but it was not. Quality is not high quality. Yeah, it's better there's than what I can make. Good stuff, and then there's so, a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's so what? much. Ha- there's so many characters in this episode. Yeah. Yep. Oh gosh, that's true. Yeah. With the um, with the jokes, I loved the ones that were uh, situational. Like yeah. this thing is already happening in the plot, and it's but it's part of a joke. Seuss at the drive-thru. Yes, Great. Yes, the yes, grappling yes, hook yes. that goes across. Great. That is, a, that is a joke. That's a gag. But it's used in the story. The ones that I didn't like as much, I, I liked a few of them, but some of them just didn't land for me were the, were the ones that were inserted that didn't seem natural with the plot. Um, yep. For, I, for such a moving forward and pushing like the main plot just so hard episode it feels weird to like be like oh we're driving to the hospital like because you broke your leg let's stop at dairy queen real quick it's the sort of feeling that you get and even if the i need to make really a buster good, bar joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey you broke your leg there buster oh gosh <laughs> broken leg and here's a cherry dip haha <laughs> dairy queen did i do it did i make an ice cream joke i think so good good if you laugh, is it a joke? No. Um, it's my life. So, yeah, I, 
I think I completely agree. Um, I think this has better humor than Northwest Mansion Noir. Um, in my opinion, at least like the I I laughed more at the jokes, um, which I think is interesting because that was not a main. Um, That's true. Yeah, I would almost think that it would be flipped because that was more so of a one-off episode, um, whereas this was core central like finale material, like Trevor was saying. So I'm almost surprised that I got hit harder by some of the jokes in this um, than the other ones, but also got hit by the feels in this episode. Um, I guess quick synopsis. Did anyone prep one or I can yeah. just run through? Yeah, no, yeah, I, no. Okay. I definitely did prep one. Um, oh okay, boy, so it's not quick because this is it. so chunky. It's just so <laughs> chunky. I will do my best. It's some okay, Campbell's okay. soup. What do you yeah. get when you go through the Dairy Queen drive through before you go to Coles? Chunky Campbell's? Campbell's soup. <laughs> That's all three of our ad placements in one word. We open in the wee hours of Saturday morning at Gravity Falls, stand in his laboratory working furiously to start the process of opening the portal in his laboratory, the triangle with a circle in it, setting it on an 18-hour countdown early Saturday morning uh, before the sun is even riven. Gravity fall risen. Gravity Falls experiences a gravitational anomaly as Stan exclaims, everything changes today. We do the shortened intro, and the twins find fireworks. Stan joins in. They make fun of the cops. They play with some water balloons and put out the fireworks with the water balloons. And Stan pointedly avoids telling the twins something very important, only to be almost immediately taken down and taken into custody by government agents, trigger, and powers. Uh, The mystery shack gets swatted. Stan gets accused of sealing government radioactive waste, and Powers tells the kids, somewhere hidden in this mystery shack is a doomsday device. I would try to do that voice, but I don't want to disrespect <laughs> it. Stan gets put in an interrogation room and uses his call to tell Seuss to guard the vending machine in the mystery shack with his life. The kids are able to escape from the custody of Agent Trigger as he's escorting them away in his car and go back to the shack to find the mystery shack recording tapes to try to prove Stan's innocence. However, they find the tapes, but find the Grunkle Stan did, in fact, steal the radioactive waste. And on top of that, they find dozens of hidden fake IDs. And they found out that Stan Pines died in a car crash years ago. And the man who they thought is their Grunkle Stan is maybe actually just a grifter. And they find a code that ends up being the code to the vending machine. Grunkle Stan is interrogated a little more, but escapes from the interrogation room during another gravitational anomaly and sets the feds off of his trail and runs himself straight towards the mystery shack. The twins get through Seuss to open the vending machine finding the stairway down to the lab and the two other journals. And we see journals one, two, and three united, forming a schematic for the triangular circle portal machine and a warning that the machine could tear our universe apart. And there's only a minute and 30 seconds left until the machine activates. They have to shut it down. They struggle through the gravitational anomalies to do the manual shutdown process only for Stan to bust in at the last seconds telling them not to shut it down and as he's about to explain why the anti-gravity strikes again and Mabel is the only one who stays at the button but decides to trust Grunkle Stan lets the machine complete turning on and activating 
opening a portal out of which walks a figure who picks up Journal 1, puts it in his jacket, and we're told that he's the author of the journals. Grunkle Stan's brother. Squeak, 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 squeak. End scene is so good. It's just like uh, episode 19 in season one. Where mm-hmm. the ending is like, uh, what? Yep, where it's just a full turn. And I think it's a great way to end it. And I mean, it's not like genius. Other shows have done it, but just the different outro where it gives you some time to sit and think. It's and yeah, pick it's, up your draw. It's tasty. End scene yeah. can be seen on Blendin's yes. malfunctioning time travel suit at one point. Oh. And also it's the broken swing set from uh back in Dreams Dreamscapers mm-hmm. when they're in Stan's mind. You can also see Stan's twin brothers in uh Dreamscapers. Really? Uh yeah, so when he is in it's confirmed it's him okay um oh he's hidden in like all the he's memories. hidden in all yeah. of his memories one of them specifically being the boxing ring when he's training uh there's someone sitting on a bench holding a book with boxing gloves on like reading a book uh, also uh, apparently it was confirmed Dexter. in blendon's yes. game uh when they go back in time to the mystery shack before it was the mystery shack when it was just a shack um yeah. The door opens and Stan sticks his head outside and goes, Hello, what's going on out here? It's not Stan, it's his brother. Time Traveler's pig. That, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I meant. Not yep. Um and the one thing I love, and it's something we couldn't talk about, but I guess we could talk about it now. And I think we'll it might hit even harder after the next episode, but back in um there's two episodes, one of them. The one where they all swap bodies. I forget the title of it. Carpet uh, Diem. Carpe Diem. Yeah. Yep. Um, they find that room, which I guess spoilers was his brother's like office. Yeah, and they the find a pair of, in there. Yeah, and so you see him in a scene, just like sitting in a chair, staring at the glasses, just like contemplatively as something else is going on, and then he goes back, and then also in uh, Headhunters with all the wax statues when he sees the statue of himself for the first time he like freaks out Mm -hmm. um because he probably thinks that it's his brother and then when the thing dies there's a reason like the the scene of him um doing the whole funeral for him is like played for laughs but also like he lost someone who was like a surrogate for someone who he had already lost Mm -hmm. so Sure, it was jokes, but but his sorrow was real, which is there's there's so much. Um, just the, I mean, we talked about it with um, Time Traveler's Pig, where all the episodes before that had like small things where Blendon was. Blendon was in like every single scene before that. Yeah, this is sort of that same thing on a uh, almost lighter scale across more episodes, um, where it's. It's just the culmination of so many small things. And going back and rewatching, specifically looking at Stan um, with this, knowing that this thing's going on. Um, mm. And again, I think next week's episode is, is kind of the second part of this mid-season finale mm-hmm. uh, and adds a lot Well, more. it'd be the mid-season premiere because it'd yeah. be the second part of the season. 
Uh, okay, I guess if it's you technically what I'm saying because it ties it yeah. together because it's the end in the beginning. In a way, um, yeah, it's it's very good. It's very very good, and I'm excited to get to it. But yeah, I wanted to um, watch it immediately after that. Yeah, and I couldn't, and I just sat there yep. kind of looking at the screen like this isn't fair. Like no, I need I, to know what happened next. I feel that. Um, I wouldn't mind after this. If y'all are free watching it together. Ooh. Yeah, that's everybody out there who's listening. It's spicy. Uh-huh. Come to the Discord, yep. and we'll yep. have a watch party. Just go Bring to Discord. a cherry Discord. dip. Go to Discord.com backslash golden microphone backslash Kohl's Dairy Queen. And if you, you, if you could find me a visor from Kohl's, my old one got too dirty. Oh, like a hat. I thought yeah. you meant like a cool sci-fi sunglasses. No, like, like, like a visor kind of tennis hat thing. That would be okay. yeah, so can, perfect. If you could bring me a cheeseburger from Dairy Queen, I'd appreciate that as well. What What are we doing here? What is this? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that I was for way too long. I was confused. My hiccups are what gone. third? <laughs> Happy. I'm free. Um, Yeah, we had Coles, we had Dairy Queen, and we had... Campbell's chunky Campbell's. soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now bring me, please bring me um, a Dairy football Queen football player bar in, from in the a, commercial. I would like one of the football players from the <laughs> from Campbell's the chunky soup commercials. Please. I have one of the football players' moms, like the ones who are like, I always make my son some chunky soup. Your son's oh. making twenty six million a year, and you're <laughs> no, eating no. chunky soup. Get out of here. <laughs> Oh, I want one of the football moms from the Coles commercials. I don't know if those exist, but they, uh, they're very funny in my mind. I don't like um, this. This is why we don't have sponsors. <laughs> you can't be trusted with IPs. <laughs> oh. So I think the whole reason why I got very little to say is because my mind exploded because yeah. this episode happened. And it's like... So much happens in this episode, but after you get through the synopsis, that's everything that happened in this episode. Yeah. You know? Yep. I do, I really, really, really like, I think one of my favorite parts of the whole episode is when they're flying through anti-gravity as the portal's about to go off, mm-hmm. and Seuss tackles Stan, yes. and Stan goes, I give you an oh. order. He goes, I got a new order, Mr. Pines. It's to protect these kids. Oh, oh that was so I, good. I love Seuss. I cried mm-hmm. from that the first time I watched it because I forgot that it happened. And this has happened multiple times. Like, I've gone back and rewatched the episode and forgot that Seuss did that. And each time it hits me emotionally, which is terrible. I think it's because right before that, you have the scene where he's like, okay, Seuss, here's the plan. We're going to, uh, like, do this thing for Mr. Pines. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to be proud of us. And then uh, he's going to legally adopt me. And then I'll change my name to um, Stan Jr. And so you know that that's his goal. And then he, like sacrifices it all for yeah. for the kids i and think it's, it's very much an extension and fulfillment of uh three or four episodes ago when we got into seuss's backstory and he ends up saying london's game yeah london's game and he ends up saying you guys are my family mm-hmm. yeah i think it's very much an extension and continued fulfillment of that not just did he wish for infinite pizza and for his friends <laughs> to be cleaned up of their injuries but also at this point he decides to go to bat for the twins rather than go yeah. to bat for well, Stan and himself. It's almost the proper conclusion to that episode. An interesting mm. dichotomy 
because he fights the twins before they go downstairs because he's doing what Mr. Yeah. Pines told him to. And he says, I don't want to yep. have to fight you guys. But they like wrestle and they get the door open and they go downstairs. And it's an interesting switch because it's Seuss giving up what he wants to protect mm. them. You know what I mean? Mm. Which in the same in the same way, it's literally what everyone is doing. This episode is giving up what they want to like help other people. Because like the kids just want a normal summer and they're gonna give that up to like save everybody. Uh Stan yeah. wants his brother back and he's gonna give up everything, including the world, to get him. Seuss just wants like the acceptance from the pines in general, and he's willing to betray his like employer and probably best friend in order to protect the two younger ones. So like mm. there's a lot going on. Wendy just wants money and she goes home, so like there's that. Yeah. She gave everything up too. <laughs> Um, she does the little Alex Hirsch uh, yep. uh, thing, <laughs> which I didn't catch until like the third time. Going into work. Mm, nope. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, it. Oh, oh my gosh! Do you want to just jump into like favorite jokes? Because I, I feel like that's kind of that. kind of the only thing left to try. Rattle and ride this out. You know? Yeah, one of. Uh, I don't even know if we need to do favorite. Fa- I think favorite favorite for me is probably Seuss in the drive through. I think, although it's good, I won't. It's really I won't do good. the full one of that because I. It's good, but what gets me every single time, like no matter what, is when they're being uh, when Dipper and Mabel have been captured by uh, Agent Trigger and are being like driven to. Uh, juvie or whatever um and mabel's like i need a plant she sees uh manly dan driving a truck fogs up the window right several times is overrated and then just manly dan's reaction of like reading it his facial expression going from like wait what is that no (laughs) just turns his truck into the other person just the delivery of that line um and that's uh john dimaggio that's john dimaggio yeah yeah, yeah. so just the delivery of that one that one word is for me i think the funniest joke in the entire episode back to back he got credited for one line oh my gosh beautiful so good my favorite joke is most definitely Sheriff's blubs coming out oh, of yes. the when the gravity like falls back down and they fall out of the door with the pinata <laughs> and he's like I'm coming I'm coming he's swinging the bat trying to hit it it's just like why were you get, what was going on in that room also why were you so close to the door like what was happening in there oh, there's so much to be questioned it's a great, um, I guess, follow-up to the, the first one of uh, the show up when they're doing fireworks. They're like, do you have a permit for that? And like, no. <laughs> like, do you have a permit for being lame? And he's like, ha well, so, you got me there. <laughs> there's something I wanted to point out about that scene, oh, but I'm going to let okay. Matt give his favorite joke first so we can finish this thing. Oh, up. boy. Um, about that. Let's see. <sighs> it's between, I think I've, I've kind of got three, and they're all short ones. It's okay. uh, the beginning when Stan pulls in the radioactive waste and says, oh, can't be careful, too careful with this stuff, and then wipes his forehead with his glove still on with the radioactive waste. Yeah. That's good. Uh, old man McGucket saying, get in there, raccoon wife, get! 
shoving a raccoon in his bag as he is abandoning town since he knows the countdown to the uh, to the doomsday device. Or I, I think this tops those two is just right before the fireworks start um, when Grunkle Stan says, go, go set something on fire for your, your Grunkle. And Mabel <laughs> runs to the edge of the like platform on top of the roof and shouts, I am the god of destruction! <laughs> that that yes. is, that is, I think that tops it for me. Nice. The delivery of that line and then the delivery that of- That delivery is um, great. The, uh, just her like, Doing a war cry, running across in the balloon yes. fight. It's beautiful. That was um, also really good. I had yeah. a couple, like, the, the conclusion is very much a feels-heavy moment for me, both with, I think, m- the most is Seuss tackling Stan, but then mm. also just, like, the pleading back and forth, and then, of course, the I trust you. Yeah. Um, but mm. it it's kind of made so powerful because of this first section where just seeing them all having fun with the fireworks and then with the water balloons. And you also have Stan chilling on the couch um, on the place the same way that he was with Dream in Dreamscapers when he was watching Dipper, like, trying to do something. Um, But this time you see him happy um, and just having, like, Mm. undulterated fun. Yeah, doing pointless, or what is it, pointless things forever? No. Pointless fun forever? Anyways, um, just having legitimate fun and being legitimately happy um not because of someone else's suffering which is usually how he gets his kicks um but just because like he has his family and he they're all having fun together which is cool most definitely so that scene with sheriff blubs coming up to the house yeah it feels kind of out of place but it has a weird i guessing a foreshadowing about it because mm. underneath the the way the whole scene is shot oh, yeah. is pulled back. It's mm-hmm. not like blubs and then the pines and then blubs and the pines. It pulls yeah. the scene back so you can see the whole house. Underneath where they're standing is a Bill Cipher um, window. It's a circle with a triangle with an eye in the middle of it. There's yeah. actually two of them in this episode. Yeah. When they're busting through the windows, they bust through another window with a circle yep. with a triangle. I think it's foreshadowing for what's coming. I don't know what's coming. I know Bill's coming back. And now mm-hmm. with Stan's brother, who's, I don't know his name, <laughs> and Stan Borough, too. Um, oh, yeah. Well, um, oh, I guess that's one thing. You, If you, um, I think you'd get it uh, also just from the title of the next episode, which is A Tale of Two Stands. So they're both Stan. Um, oh, do I want to review? No, 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 no. I'll wait yeah, for the next yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll see. Leave, leave it alone. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Anyways. I think through. with him hmm. coming through, like coming back is going to culminate to a big showdown between him and Bill Cipher because we know they're enemies. Um, but, yeah, so it was specifically in that scene, that scene seems actually very out of place. The cops coming out to the middle of the woods because of fireworks come on like it, it's just weird that never but, happened to us oh i mean <laughs> you don't have to answer that not that i remember when i lived in the woods <laughs> i used to shoot fireworks off quite often yeah and i never got arrested take okay. that police <laughs> find me at a dairy queen square up um, um get some boxing yeah. gloves from Coles. I, I think it's I think it's to to really put emphasis on the this is all happening, yes, but don't forget what's 
still here, you know? Mm. That's just my take and my guess. I agree. It'll be interesting to see. I don't remember, honestly, because I wasn't looking for it. But um, in the same way that um, in, I forget the episode, but in one of them where Stan first gets the portal up and running and a like a rebar or a, a, a pipe flies by and hits his hand and injures it, he wears that bandage for the next like three episodes. Yep. It'll be interesting to see if the destruction to the mystery shack during the SWAT raid um will be reflected well, whether those windows will I be mean, completely the whole back shack normal. fell apart when the gravity went off yeah the sign you crumbled say, and everything so i imagine when the gravity fell oof um speaking of which we get of course the just in the opening before the the credits the um thing from the credits of them in their room with the, yes. them all floating up and then going back down with everything which is cool um i kind of want to go through the whole i don't anyways they it's not like um i think rick and morty usually has their intro thing be like all the different episodes from that season um but i don't think gravity falls does the same i don't recall a big oh although technically i'm i'm might be forgetting the the shorts that we didn't get to oh Um, that's true that's true. Of Dipper's guides to, Guide to the Unexplained and Mabel's Guide to Fashion? Food? I think, yeah. Mabel's Fat- Guide to, insert whatever the episode title is, I think. Coles. Mabel's we Guide also, to Coles. We also get at, at the beginning a view of the bridge where Gideon and um, Dipper had their epic fight on. So that's oh. an immediate callback. And I think we get an almost very similar view when we get a uh, distance view of the machine exploding. We get almost the same kind of yeah. landscape of yep. seeing the two uh, mountains that come close together and the bridge going across uh, yep. between them, uh, between two tunnels in the mountains, which is wacky, yeah. but I Can love it. Can we just it. talk about the animation in this episode for a second? Because like, if you go back oh to the first gosh. season where they're saving on panels, they didn't have enough money to do it. We are yep. talking about you know 1.5 million viewers, the, 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 the debut. So you're having a larger audience, so obviously their budget's higher. But just that opening shot of Gravity Falls is fantastic. And there's a movement yeah. in it. It's not a still frame. And yep. you get uh, later on, especially for oh, – it adds so much good tension to the Seuss versus the Mystery Twins fight because they're bathed in yes. this red light because the sun yep. is setting. Mm. So, which adds so much because the sun is setting on everything they know in Gravity Falls. There's so much little mm. metaphorical stuff going on, mm. and it's so good. It's a good. It's a good it's, episode. Yeah, this, actually, this actually, I don't know. No, it wouldn't happen at midnight. I was trying to work out the timing, but yeah, it would. It would be at 10 p.m. is when um, the, the thing would have gone off because he stole. Wait, it's no, 17 hours from 5 a.m. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, 11. So time's a little wacky. Um, it, it's pretty on track, and then it falls a little bit off um, later yeah, on. That's I all mean, right. It's not as bad as last episode where we have 24 hours to get rid of this ghost. We only yeah. have one hour till the party. Wait, what? <laughs> What's going on here? I think I hadn't been to the Mystery Shack before. And there yeah, was so the it took 23 hours was, to find it. the off-screen Stan and Seuss distractions <laughs> right. that kept Pacifica. We resolved that. You're correct. I could never find them. Oh, oh my god! Right, yeah, I'm looking at just the opening shot now. Of, so oh, is that where the? Okay, I think it kind of shows us where the mystery shack is. Oh, that's technically. cool. There's technically um, it, a sign for it in Gravity Falls too. At least there was uh, in like 1970s Gravity Falls or whatever. Mm. 
Because there's the shot of... Yeah, yeah, and then just the thing glowing, um, which is creating a lot of light. I'm surprised no one noticed it. Um, but nonetheless, it's... Yeah, I'm just... I'm flipping through <laughs> just looking at all the cool animation now. Yeah, they are um, really good. The, like, in the... It's just small things. When they're in the woods, the particular shadows that are cast on them are as if they're coming through a whole bunch of um like they're not evenly lit it the shadows coming onto them are like through foliage it's distinct Um, yeah even just like the the almost still image of the crashed car is just more complex than it needs to be Mm -hmm. which is always a cool thing to see um of course just stan's fight scene which okay other oh beautiful Favorite minor joke is um, when they're just bathed in sunlight um, and uh, they're like, we have a flight to catch. And Stan's like, actually, you do. That's not what he says. Um, <laughs> you do too? Something like that. Um, anyways, and then does the whole zero gravity fight. Um, and then as he's stepping on <laughs> the agents, yeah. steals one of their wallets and just keeps going. Um, and then I guess presumably uses that wallet to pay the uh, the cab driver. Yes. Yep. Uh, I didn't make that connection, but yeah. Oh, and oh my gosh, I'm looking at the uh, Seuss versus the Twins thing now as well. And oh man, yeah, so, it's just it's way too good. A couple. Stop. I noticed a couple of cool things um, that contrast with previous episodes. One is the usage of the Twins photo in the lab. In mm. at the end of Into the Bunker, we first see that photo set up on the lab control room and the line that's said there is something close to it stands saying i'm gonna get this done no matter who gets in my way and we see the picture of the twins this time we see at the beginning stand down in the bunker saying i finally got it all together i've sacrificed so much and then we get that same shot but he says it'll all be worth it and the Mm. music there is different it's more like it's worth it because of the kids. So we're seeing a more positive light, a more positive turn of Grunkle Stan isn't as devious as he was portrayed in Into mm-hmm. the Bunker at the end scene there. But this scene gives a more positive view of Grunkle Stan is probably doing this for the benefit of the kids, or at least not uh, manipulating them to yeah. his own ends. Not this time. <laughs> uh, how, Trevor? How did you handle the initial reveal of Stan's whole backstory? Um, you mean like in this episode? Yeah, when I they guess find did, the stash. Did the, did the idea that he could be not actually their grunkle so, hit anything for you? My first thought was the opposite. Oh. That it's not that he wouldn't be their grunkle, but that he was using these things. Because he's a grifter. We already know that. So if he has all these fake IDs, it's not that he's not Stan Pines. It's that he's Stan Pines, but poses as these other mm-hmm. people. And then the idea of, are you going to tell me that their parents dropped them off here, met a strange man and said, okay, bye, and left? Like, to be fair, they came on the bus, oh, that's as true. we see that's in the true. intro that's every true. time. That's true. That's true. But, but yeah. the whole idea is, like, I they, what? They never even talked to him. They never contacted <laughs> some bad parents. I got some DCF calls to make. 
But yeah, my, my, thought, yeah, my right. thought definitely wasn't that this is somebody posing as Stan Pines. It was that this is Stan Pines posing as other people to do what he had to do. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, another thing I noticed uh, relating to family is after the intro when we're at fireworks and water balloons, Stan comments, it's unnatural for siblings to get along as well as you do. Mm. Which is like... It hits right into the next episode, but it also hints, and you see when the reveal of it's his brother, he's saying that out of experience, because mm-hmm. he had, has a brother, had and has a brother. Um, so that's where that comment comes from, and it's, I don't know if it's because I know about the next episode or knew about the reveal at the end, but it seems like that line is delivered in a different way than Grunkle Stan usually speaks. There's yeah, there's like some sadness to it. I don't know how best to explain it, but it, it seemed that way for me. Mm. This show, or this this episode in particular, seems to walk a very thin line extremely well. Um, where if, if it wasn't done right, things like that could be seen as just like overt um, going over the top or things like uh, the twins discovering his past could be seen as like, oh, they're just setting up like this, the sort of like fake drama because people don't talk to each other sort of thing that can that drives a lot of shows and gets kind of repetitive and annoying. Where it's like, why don't you just talk to each other and say like this five word sentence and then there will be no conflict I have a great example for that from this week Um, so I watched with Trevor and Chloe forgetting Sarah Marshall Mm. (laughs) pluses or minuses Um, one of my favorite movies it is not rated the same that this podcast would be rated on a you know E for everyone versus other (laughs) things Um, so I wouldn't necessarily suggest it for the audience however one of the premises behind it that you eventually find out is that Sarah Marshall, who had been in this five-year relationship with the main character, um, had... We think that she just left him and cheated on him, but we find out that she actually had gone to counseling and read books and tried to do things to improve their relationship. But she never told him over the course of, like, mm. two years that she was trying to fix things. She didn't say anything to him. and And at that point, I was like, wait... So you're saying you're doing all these things to fix, like, oh, I went to a therapist, I read books, I tried doing these things for you, but you didn't say anything to him? That's a kind of, mm. like, fake drama. Why would anyone... That That's just not reasonable to me. Person. It makes you a worse yeah. person. Because and, yep. I'm working on it and you're not. Well, you never told me you were, so how am I supposed yeah. to work on it? <laughs> yep. Hey, build this house with me. I already got those boards up. I didn't even know you bought boards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know when you bought the land. Um, and that's that sort of <laughs> that sort of weird conflict. What kind of Dairy Queen great. money are you pulling down out here <laughs> in a comedy? <laughs> I got so yeah. much Cole's cash. Oh my gosh! All that Campbell's chunky soup money. Um, what? <laughs> that chunky money. That's how I like my money, nice and chunky. Uh, I like it. Was oh, that you, like Chubby Bunny? Except when you, you stuff your when you get mouth nice, with dollar bills and see nice who can say base. chunky money. And you take all the twenties and you crinkle them up and you put them in the stew base. Throw some nickels and some dimes in there. 
I don't. Mm, gumbo. Diamond, huh? No, I don't know what not. character this is. <laughs> I don't know. You I'm like, switch uh, between like three I'm a or weird. Four. I, I picture him as a weird voodoo alligator man. <laughs> I think this is the hand witch's cousin's stepbrother. Yeah, cousin voodoo alligator. alligator man. Yeah. Vladigator man. Vladigator. like sort I'm a of vampire, vampire but also voodoo sort alligator. Of, I like it. I'm Vladigator. <laughs> That's your next monster of the week character. Yep. Oh my <laughs> no, he's my next monster of the week roommate. <laughs> oh I love man. It. Um, I'm feeling like we hit basically everything. Um like you said, it's oh. it's a very oh, just kidding. Yeah, so the I jokes, got the, you get kerpranked. Kerpranked. <laughs> the jokes that I usually love are the one offs to payoffs. There was yeah. one in here, I didn't love it. It was okay for me. Okay. But not not great the second time around. It is in when they are in Agent Trigger's car being driven away, they are shown just in Kerprank. Mm-hmm. And then later, when they discover Stan's secrets, Mabel says, I'm just waiting for Justin Kerprank to show up. Are you behind this bush? It felt too long for me. It felt too separated. Didn't feel too connected. That's what normally would be the spot for the one off to pay off. Yeah. That they often do. It didn't. I laughed at it the first time. I didn't the second time. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah. And that was one of the jokes that didn't fit into as the plot's moving forward. It was a distraction. If it was just her saying, is this going to be Justin Kerr prank? And she didn't go and look behind the bush. I think I'm all right with that. Mm. I don't think I'm all right with how long it went. So that was. And yeah. The reason why I'm maybe harping on this is because those are my favorite jokes out of this, and I didn't <laughs> feel like this handled that one-off to pay off concept as well as past episodes have. Definitely. I think that what particular... What was he for pranking in the, the episode? That guy was doing surgery. Yeah. yeah. He was yep. doing surgery on a grape. That's <laughs> not true. It was a man. They did surgery <laughs> on a grape. It was a large grape. Um... I, one interesting thing, I guess, is just that I feel like the writers understand all the characters that they're working with um, because, like, there's no point in this episode. Like, Dipper acts like Dipper would. Stan acts like Stan does. Seuss acts like Seuss does. And in this moment, Mabel acts like Mabel does, where she tries to deal with serious topics by because she can't deal with serious topics. She thinks, okay, this must be a silly topic because that's the only thing that I can deal with and so she tries to she assumes like okay this is just some sort of silly prank or something like that um, which is sad <laughs> it's, it makes me yeah. sad for her um, but I think you're right that it goes on a little bit too long because I don't think it's supposed to be a joke joke I think it's supposed to be a like melancholy joke where it's the character trying to make a joke, and you're like, oh, I mm. feel so bad for mm. you. Oh, no, it's not a prank, bro. <laughs> oh. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Uh, um, ha- oh. Hold up. I'm getting a call real real quick. Just let me, okay. just let me answer that. Um, yeah. Hello? He's, he's lifting oh, you want his mouth? A, an IP? You want us to oh. promote? Oh, you want to replace Dairy Queen and 
Ladies and gentlemen, Coles today we are sponsored by Campbell's? IP. That's, uh, can I ask who's calling? It's no IP. way. No way, oh. guys. I, oh my goodness. Yeah, no, they'll 100% be for it. Sorry, I, is yeah, yeah. Dude, United sign States, us up. We'll do it right now. We're, we're recording right now. We'll do it. We, we got to guess. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll just uh, call you back at this number once we're done. And Iron It's new awesome, awesome. Cool. Oh. Guys, we're sponsored Was by Yumberjack. Oh, very cool. Well, that's that's nice. Is that the I thing you was That's the name of Seuss's panic fast food place, Yumberjack. Oh. I don't ever want to give up Campbell's though. They're so chunky. Uh, yeah, but Yumberjack has do you the think baby would be chunkier. Kitty baby oh, fun time wait, meal. What's this? Mm, I do want to eat My that. phone's going off. That's Whoa. it. What? Oh, that's my ringtone. Just, Sorry, guys. I just, just there it just, is. Hello. Do a bit. That I, Hello, Yumberjack. Oh, you hate us? <laughs> what? Hold on, I got another call. I'm gonna hit call. Wait, oh, hold on. Campbell's mom? Campbell's mom? How's it going? Yeah, long time no talk. Twenty six million a year, and they're selling Campbell's. That's wild, right? It must be that good. It must be that chunky. Yeah. You want to go see hmm. Voodoo Gator with me and get chunky? All right, cool. <laughs> Bye. All right, so we lost our sponsor with Yumberjack because I oh. said I hated them. I'm I'm gonna go see annoying. Voodoo Gator though. That's so not that's what cool. you said. You said they <laughs> hated us. Also, um, does Bud Gleeful not float because he's chunky? Chunky. Because in the scene with Bud oh, that's Gleeful, true. he kind of jumps on the thing. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so car. sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm getting a call. It's it's uh it's yep. Yeah. <laughs> What song was that? Oh no! Oh no! It's another, I'm getting two calls at once. What's going on? Oh, that was very intentional. Hey, oh wait, I put the phone down. Sorry. Uh, hello, who's the? Oh, okay. Really? How much? What? That's incredible. No, I don't think we can legally. Oh, I get. Oh, you did. Okay, I guess we're. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, love you. Bye. Hey, that was um. That was uh. Newt Gingrich and former president of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, and they said um, that they're going to buy Campbell's and, re and reinstate it as the only food you can eat. <laughs> Just wanted to give a quick PSA. Which, which one is the one that called you? Um, both of them, didn't you hear? You love both we, we of were them. A, it was a Zeus yeah. call. Thanks, yeah. love you, bye. What? <laughs> Yeah. Wait. We're very close. <laughs> Me and the single-bodied, multi-souled organism that is the combination of so, Grinch and former it. president Barack Hussein Obama. They offer us a sponsorship, though. They just told no. you they were going to purchase Campbell's? Yeah, they just wanted to let us know that we'd only be able to eat Campbell's from now on. They're not going to pay us, That's but okay, if we don't, I don't want to... I like all my meals being chunky. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the consequences if we don't. I also don't want to deal with the consequences if we don't end this episode, question mark, I think. I'm waiting for someone to interrupt uh, me. Yeah, I'll interrupt. Why does Seuss become a gopher when he opens his mouth? Because he's cute. He's extremely cute. He Everyone else, things. he is. He this, he Everyone else that. retains their like full row of, of teeth when they open their mouth. Oh, he only speak. has two teeth. Yeah. No, when he closes his mouth, he has a full yeah, row. Those are fake teeth. He has a when he opens them, teeth. they're okay. Teeth. They're like they're like um. What are those things called? 
Teeth. Switchblades. No, no, no. Those. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not Palisade. Invisalign. Those those doors that drop from the ceiling. Palisades. No, pa- is it? No, those are you yeah. stick them into the ground. No, portcullis. Yeah, portcullis. 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 He has portcullises for teeth. So when he opens his mouth, they retract <laughs> into his gums. And when he closes his mouth, they come back down. Oh, that would make sense. Because, like, oh, when he opens his mouth, it, like, stretches things so yeah. that it pulls all the teeth back And he, like, uses his two tiny teeth out ropes. for defense so he can fight. Yeah, that's true. And cut down trees. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> There's a gopher, and gophers cut down trees. I could go for that. Campbell facts. From now on, too. under the lid of every Campbell yeah, Under soup, the lid! <laughs> it's a Campbell fact. Or, no, 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 no. In the bottom of the can. <laughs> it's a Campbell fact! <laughs> Gotta eat your way through all that chunky soup. Yep, and then you get to the bottom and it says Campbell's is made with 0% Doesn't, real meat. Is there anything that sounds better than just some chunky cream... Me delicious clam chowder from Campbell's soup. <laughs> and then when you get to the bottom, yes. there's like a New England fact on the bottom, and it's like, oh, Connecticut's the nutmeg state. And I'm like, wow, I didn't need this soup or this fact. And then I throw it Thank away. Thank you, Mr. Campbell's. Why? And then it's Trees were invented in by Barack Saudi Obama. Arabia? What? <laughs> invented. Yeah. See, that's the fake one. Oh, they, oh you gotta it's like have the Snapple fake ones. facts. Yeah. You gotta trick them. Which sometimes are just Snapple lies. I don't understand that. Um, I, nonetheless, I think, um, Trevor, do you have anything to say in closing? Don't trust everything you read. Get pranked, bro! <laughs> I was gonna See you say, next week. don't trust everything you read inside a can of Campbell's. <laughs> At least not until next week. Um, We'll see you then for Tale of Two Stands. Bye! Can never trust Joe not to prank you, apparently. Gosh. I'm I'm gonna get some of the Dairy Queen. (laughs) 